This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why wait until Friday to start your weekend? Go ahead, start right now. You're thirsty now, and 93.7 The Ticket is here to help you stock up. Just in time for the weekend when I like to hit the clubs. Time to broaden your horizons and try some new wine and beer. It's Thirsty Thursday with Kevin Meyer from Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Ta-da. Ta-da. That's, that's what it's supposed to sound like. You know like. what that means. <laughs> Ta-da. Look at there. Gentlemen, that's, what's a, that's, a, that's a gif. That should be a gif. Yeah. No, that's a gift. <laughs> oh, gift. Well, it could be a, a, gift, yeah, and a gift. Yeah, it should be. We're always excited. We got Kevin Meyer in here. Meyer's Cork and Bottle, Thirsty Thursdays. Strick is putting time. We put him in timeout, Kevin. He probably deserves it. Yeah, we put I'm, Strick I'm in guessing. timeout, man. I hope he's, he's watching with jealousy. We're going to drink up all his drinks. Will? And, uh, we're going to embellish in our fun while he's uh, getting ready for his trip. But, Kevin, this is a beautiful day outside. Now, obviously, you always bring in the, the libations, as I like to call them, yep. that matches uh, the time of year, situation, football, whatever, spring. Or I don't even know if you call this spring. This is this spring. This is fra- fake spring. This is fake spring. <laughs> there it is. Um, I'm, well, sure, what, I'm sure we'll get third winter or fourth winter here pretty soon. Yeah, but, we, uh, we'll take fake spring yeah. when we can get it. So what do, what, do you, what do you got for us today? So, well, I mean, like you said, in, in my efforts to remain topical, uh, we're just kind of willing the uh, good weather into into uh, existence, and we're trying to keep it here. Actually got a chance to go out yesterday and swing the sticks, and I, I had been jonesing really bad to get out and, and play, and so um, got to get out with a buddy of mine. And so I thought, you know, that's a good theme for Thirsty Thursday. So the beer we're having is called hmm. Strong Friend Moves. Oh, I like it. And, yeah. Uh, it's from your neck of the woods, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, so you know it's on a pop in there. <laughs> yes, sir. So it's uh, it's from the uh, Fair, St- Fair State Co-op Brewing Company, and it's cooperatively owned, uh, all you know, union run, and uh, out of Minneapolis, St. Paul. And this is uh, what they call their hoppy pilsner. Mm. So what makes a pilsner different from an ale is that pilsners take a lot longer to make. They're a cold fermented beer. Uh, they use a different yeast strain. They usually take a good solid six to eight weeks to ferment completely. Ooh. And uh, the kicker is, is that there's really not much you can do to cover up any impurities or any off flavors or anything like that. So you have to be really dialed in with a beer like this, even though overall they're perhaps more simplistic. Um it, it really takes uh, an artist to do it really well. And then they uh, they actually dry hop this a little bit like they would an IPA or a pale ale, 
uh, but it's a Pilsner. So it's meant to be crisp, clean. It is. Uh, you know, just golfing beer, lawn mowing beer, fishing beer type thing, um, but with a little hoppy kick on the back end. Everything you said comes out. It's all this advertised. I, I was a little worried it was going to be too hoppy. It's not. You Just know? enough to give it yeah. some interest, a little kick, but not enough to overwhelm it. Yeah. Yeah. No, not not overly dry, bitter, anything like that. Hoppy is absolutely right. It's smooth, though, all things considered. Mm-hmm. I could get medieval on a six-pack of this uh, rather than you know, playing 18, 20 <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. How are you feeling hey, after the hey, round? Hey, Kevin, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Man. Are you one of those guys... The more beers you have, the better you play. Sometimes. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sometimes. But see, you know, the problem with that is, it's just that one round when you are a little toasted and you're doing it, uh-huh. then you, then then you, you might want, yeah. every time. Yeah. Well, and then at 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> Did you have a go-to golf beer? You know, it, it changes, um, but a beer like this could certainly be it. Typically, if I'm doing a golf beer, I'm just doing something basic, you know, a Coors Light, you know, just something that you can pound without getting too, you know, full or dehydrated. Um, And then like to, you know, back it, back it up with uh, some bottled water in the process. So, (laughs) you know, I usually try to go like a two to one ratio, three to one ratio, uh, two, three beers, bottle of water, two, three beers, bottle of water, and that'll keep you going. All right. Nice. But Austin, if, if you're, you're playing, it, but if you're playing the, playing good, it goes to four nothing ratio. Here's four the, drinks to zero water. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: I, I would have to get like slosh to be a good golfer. Your boy cannot swing the sticks. Really? In the slightest? No. Did uh, so? I mean, you you were more of a basketball player, correct? Uh, between basketball and baseball, I don't know which one I'd tell you'd be my first sport. But okay. Yeah. But so, um, I mean, were you more of a pitcher or did you, did you swing the bat? I, I was an outfielder. Okay. All right. So I can easily modify your baseball swing into a golf swing. You think? There it is. Yeah. Okay. I, and, and there's, there's okay. a couple of main principles. Number one, you know, when you swing and you roll your wrist in a, in a, in a baseball swing, yeah. you get that 99 hopper back to the pitcher guaranteed out 99 mm-hmm. times out of Keep 100. Keep those wrists strong. Yeah. Keep those wrists strong. Keep that mm-hmm. palm to the sky. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, in golf, it's just the opposite. You, oh, great. you you need to turn those hands over at the bottom of your swing. So okay. if you're on a clock, I would say between five and seven, those hands turn. Okay. Right? Noted. And that's where the club head accelerates. So you want to be up, smooth. Yep. You want to let those hands go. And that club head goes from maybe doing 20, 25 miles an hour to doing 100 between five and seven on your downswing. There you go. See that? Okay. You never thought you were going to get golf lessons this one today. Hey, how about this? Top golf sponsor us. Yeah. yeah. Take yeah. old school to top golf on a Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. Double Eagle. We got it. We yeah. right. We're going to get you out there. Yeah, double Eagle. I, I, but look at that there, yeah. Kevin. We got to take a break. What, what's my man doing? He, you see the heck? <laughs> what's on the bottom of his car? You see on the bottom of his car? Sandbag on the bottom of his car. Sandbag on the bottom of his car. Like a tarp or something. <laughs> it's oh, gone you missed now. Him, yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see him on the six o'clock news. <laughs> What else do I need to know about my golf swing real quick? Like, well, okay, the turn the wrist is, over. You, you got to let the hands go. Okay. And then um, you also, uh, baseball players always slice. Slice the heck out of the ball. You and Nick. Hmm. So uh, what you what you want to do is um, put a golf towel underneath. Are you swing right-handed? I'm a lefty. You're a lefty. Okay, a lefty. so then yep. you would put a golf towel under your left armpit. And you would swing the golf club without letting that golf towel fall to the ground. 
that keeps your hand your, your your arms connected. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then that will help your slice. That helps I mean, the, the, the back elbow up, Timmy. Back no, that yeah, again. That, you got to modify your your baseball swing to a golf swing. So the tuck other, the elbow and uh, and let the hands go. The other thing that I know is wrong, but I I have to do is the toe tap. I was oh, a stride yeah. guy. Yeah. So even with my golf swing, I still feel like I, I'm just <laughs> obligated to to tap that right foot and then stride out a little bit. There are um, there there's a golfer that does the same thing, but he more or less just does a knee break. So mm-hmm. he'll he'll let his knees break before he starts his backswing, and then you know so you can you, you, you can you can change that also. Yeah, we, we can't yeah. be having y'all here doing the merengue before you, <laughs> before you swing the golf club. Now I mean, come on. <laughs> You're going to mess around and get dropped off at the turn. We can't be having you out here dancing. <laughs> I can putt, though. My uh, I went to a wedding over the, over the summer, my brother-in-law. I hit a couple putts. Hey. I got that down. Drive for show, putt for dough, man. Amen. All right. Well, here, let's move on. Let me pour us some wine. So the beer is called Strong Friend Moves, and that's all about playing golf with your buddies, going fishing with your buddies, having a good, solid couple of beers, good times. And uh, that's what uh, what we're willing into existence for today on Thirsty Thursday. The uh, the beer, or excuse me, the wine is actually French. You and uh, it is a French Chardonnay from the Burgundy region, and the uh, the Burgundy oh, region is a long, skinny vertical region in the east central part of France. And uh, there are very few rules in European wines. You know that. When you buy a uh, generally a French wine, you buy the region where it comes from instead of what grape it's made from. So here we're used to drinking a Cabernet or a Merlot or a Pinot Noir or, you know, Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. Those are all grape types. Well, in France, you drink a Bordeaux. That's a place. You drink a Burgundy. That's a place. You drink a Champagne. That's a place. And um, so one of the few rules that you can actually live by is that when you're drinking a white Burgundy, you're drinking Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And when you're drinking red burgundy, you're drinking Pinot Noir. Now, I know of one exception to that with the white. It's a wine called Saint Brie, and that's the one burgundy that's made of Sauvignon Blanc. And I didn't, I've been in the wine business 25 years. I didn't know that until about two years ago. So you can always learn something. But what's interesting about a French white burgundy versus a domestic, say, like a Napa Valley Chardonnay, number one, if they see time in oak, they're neutral oak barrels. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So those are barrels that have been used two and three times a piece. They don't impart the flavor, uh, the chemical compound called vanillin, which comes from charring the barrels. And then when you char the barrels, it also affects the color. Well, that has already been absorbed by a previous wine. um, And so this will be affected much, much less by that oak. Mm. The other thing that they'll do is uh, they leave the natural acidity alone. So the natural acidity in grapes is called malic acid. And that's that sort of, crisp zippy zingy mouthfeel that you get it's very clean um the uh the california producers a lot of times will convert it into uh lactic acid or lactose same acid type found in milk so uh that's why they're often described as being creamy or buttery 
Um, and so the French Chardonnay is going to be more crisp, more clean. And so this is sitting on the deck, um, having some French, uh, say some shrimp cocktail with the missus. Um, you know, we, we grilled up some, uh, some ahi tuna steaks the other night and then we had some leftovers. So made some, uh, mama did up a, a spicy slaw and, and we did some, uh, grilled fish tacos with the, with the tuna. And, Look at that uh, smile on Jay Foreman's face. He wants in on it, that. It, it was hey, delicious. Man, I'm just telling you, Kevin. It was high level. <laughs> hey man, I got, I'm just gonna pop up on your crib, man. You be cooking. You be cook. I think I do something. You do a big. So this is something you have with seafood, right? This this wine. That's what I would recommend. Yeah, that's you know? what I thought right off the get go. See, there you go, Austin. You learn things today. Yeah, you're you, doing great, Jay. <laughs> you, but you you taste how sort of crisp it is and yeah. how it's sort of a light finish. Um, it's not sweet at all. Um, and uh, it just something like that is going to be a nice, just outdoor, you know, light. Uh, Chill. Yeah. yeah. Like today or tomorrow. We're Absolutely. In, yeah, man. I like this one right here. I can tell you Strix not rolling with this one. Cause it's not a red, but I absolutely am. This is fantastic. Like, I, I get that creaminess, right? We can't mm-hmm. we can't hold that against Strick that he doesn't know how to broaden his Orions and his horizons and his palates a little off. We he, can uh, hold it against him. He's had every yeah. opportunity to change it. Stricky Stricky likes a good bubbly though, and he so does? this this is kind of like a, a bubble, a, a good bubbly without the bubble. That's because Stricky used to pop in champagne in the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just playing. When, Those NBA finals. Yeah, Wait, sorry, Stricky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're uh, when you're an NBA guy, that's that's what you know the benefits of being an NBA guy. We can't fault him for that. Yeah. But uh, you know the uh, the thing I really like about this wine. Is that any more a good white Burgundy is going to be more north at twenty five or thirty bucks? These How are, much is that one? These rolling? are eighteen bucks on the shelf Woosh. all day, and then occasionally, you know, when we have like our seasonal wine sales, we will have our spring wine sale coming up that'll uh, encompass Easter. Um, you know, they'll go and sell for around fifteen, and and you just don't see that very often in a good white Burgundy. And this to me is like if there was an encyclopedia or a Wikipedia page that says what is white Burgundy it would have a picture of this bottle because this to me is exactly what white burgundy is and yet uh, still uh, easy on the pocketbook. Yeah, this is really good, man. When does that spring wine sale start? It will start basically um, the week before Easter and then finish the week after. So it'll go about two and a half weeks um, and just kind of straddle the Easter holiday. So like a month from now. Yeah, exactly. Early Easter this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, the funny thing is that I always forget what the formula for Easter is. And it's something really weird. It has something to do with the third phase of the new moon after, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And mm-hmm. I, um, I, I just can never quite remember why Easter falls where it falls. All I know is that it's always on a Sunday. <laughs> I don't, fa- I don't just, fault you, Kevin. I call basketball games. I still, I just found out what sub districts meant. Okay. First Sunday <laughs> after the vernal equinox. So the first full moon after the spring equinox. So first full first Sunday after the first full moon of the vernal equinox. Yeah, that. What's that? What's the equinox? What's that? That's when the days and the nights are equal in in time in length. But then it's got to be a full moon after that, and then it's the first Sunday after that. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's you know, I mean, they didn't teach you that math class. It's biblical. I, I know it's biblical. It's just one of those things that it's also a little bit ethereal, like you know, like you know. 
the Bible isn't really like into astrology, you know, but <laughs> yeah. in this case, here well, I mean, we are. They had to tie their calendar to something. They did lunar years instead of solar years. So there you go. There you go. I didn't even know that either. That Check out the big brain on Austin over here. I, I'm telling you, man, he's a lot smarter than us, Kevin. Well, yeah. it's and it's that we have our lanes, right? We all have our lanes, and and you grew up in a in a you know a Christian upbringing. Yeah, you know, went to school in a Christian school, and so uh, I like to be able to um, uh, glean information from <laughs> everyone that I uh, uh, like to uh, associate with and call my friend and 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 uh, uh, partner in crime. So Kevin, I appreciate I, you, Kevin. Before we let you go, man, I know you are a sports uh, fan. What do you, what are your thoughts on the basketball team last night with the First road victory, but really dealing with expectations, in my opinion. What's your opinion? Well, you love to see it because it was, it was, it, in my opinion, it was as close to a must win that we've had um, in quite some time. And um, I almost feel like that monkey was getting a little bit heavier on their back for not being able to win a, a Big Ten road game. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the Big Ten standings and every single team in the Big Ten has at least a 750 winning percentage at home. And and less than a 250 winning percentage on the road, with the exception of maybe Purdue, but even they have lost a couple games at home, mm-hmm. or excuse me, on the uh, on the road. All and, three of their losses on the road in conference play. Right, and so we're not unique in that regard. But it was super important to get that big Big Ten road win. Uh, I think that solidifies our entrance into the uh, NCAA bracket. Uh, we're now. You know, we're at a little over, what, a 660 winning percentage. We, we've won more than twice as many games as we've lost. And uh, and we've got some of those quad one victories. So uh, getting that Big Ten road win against a legit Indiana team, maybe not the highest level of Indiana, Indiana team uh, in their history by any stretch, but a legitimate team in their house, uh, I think was absolutely huge. And I think that's a big relief off their shoulders too. So now they can play a little more free on the road, just like they do at home. Yeah, I think it's good, man. And um, it was good to see him, you know, get over the hump, but actually finish a game. Because I think you can kind of look back on that. And Indiana poses some problems that Nebraska, um, you know, had to face with Ware and, and uh, Big Man in there. So I think it helps them out where you can have some confidence. You know, you go on the road, you never know in the Big Ten, you know, and yeah. uh, to win. And so, well, you know, I wanted your thoughts on it just because uh, – Obviously, you guys were grubbing. It was. It sounded scrumdiddly on I, I see. You know, I was following it during, during the process. Yeah, but we were know, sitting yeah. out on the deck. I know. Yeah. I, I can picture you doing it. Yeah. That's a, you know. Now I know I need to step my cook game up, man. I got. We're gonna have to have the little have the little battle here, Kevin. I think I I did a little something. I, now I know I got to do a lot more. Mama, Mama did a little uh, sriracha aioli uh, drizzle over yeah. the top. Ooh. Yeah, that was that was that was the the deal. It's two that on was one. the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. But yeah, when you know, I was following it. We we're up fifteen. I was like, whoa, you know, to begin that second half, and then we were up twelve, and then we we're up nine, and then I checked, and we were up three, and I was like, here we go, here we go again, and uh, and then I turned around, and all of a sudden we were up ten again, and I was like, all right, all right, good job, fellas, you uh, you weathered the storm, and uh, you got that monkey off your back, and and uh, I'm proud of you, and I think that that's just going to bode well for you going forward. There it is, Kevin Meyer, Meyer Cork and Bottle. Always good to see Kevin and your boy Delp in there. You yeah. ever golf with him? Yeah. Oh, Joe's yeah. a stick. Yeah. yeah, I know he is, but he's fun to golf with too. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, he, the, the guy he needs his own show when he's out there in the golf course. <laughs> he does. He, he'll talk for eighteen holes, talk to you, talk to everybody else, and still shoot like one or two under. 
yeah. And the funny thing is, is that uh, he's so hard on himself just with even just a, like a, you know, he'll have a bad bogey. Yeah, and and he'll just be so hard on himself, and I'm and but it it also helps him correct himself by doing that. Yeah. For me, if I'm that hard on myself, I just fall apart. I might as well just walk off the course. I know. But uh, yeah, it, Joe uh, and Joe is absolutely a master at flipping people the business. Oh, he's, but he's awesome. Though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, abs- yeah absolutely. He's a great dude, man. That's he, why you guys do great business. He's as well. been my GM for 14 years, and I hope he never leaves. Yeah. Well, you better not. I was going to start breaking legs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you're right. I have to call him my hey, guy. You're right. Hey, we, we can show up over there. Where are you going? You know, we can make sure he, he finds right over there Myers Corker bottle. But again, another thirsty Thursday. Thank you, Kevin, coming in. Uh, and obviously bringing your spirit and obviously uh, some spirits. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, Kevin Meyer. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.